Hi, everyone. Uh, Lance here from Normie, and uh, I am very happy today to be uh, doing an interview with uh, two people that I love talking with, especially when they're together during an interview. It's it's always an event, and, and I'll put that out there because we're going to be talking about the experience, the event, and uh, Larry Cooper is going to be one of the uh, guests here today, and Doug Hoffman, the CEO from Normie. So I'm going to bring them both in here, let them both say a quick hello, and uh, then we're going to get started with the interview. And Larry, as the founder of the experience and the guest here today, uh, I want to start with you. Just want to say a quick hello to everybody. Hey, thank you very much. And it's always a pleasure and honor to be with anybody at the Normie organization. I love you guys. You guys do such great work for our industry. And it's uh, fascinating how much you're changing and growing and great things are happening, which is really fun to see. And we've changed a lot too. And so um, you'll notice that uh, over the next couple of years, um, we had uh, a company acquired uh, by BNP Media. And myself and my daughters are still actively involved in uh, running the event and putting programming together and having fun. Um, and we're very excited to be part of BNP Media and R&R Magazine. And it really gives us this power that we've been looking for to get more information out into the industry. Because of R&R Magazine, which is Restoration Remediation Magazine, we'll be able to take new information that we're getting at our show and start publishing it right away and have the power to get more information and more science and more creation. And I think it also will have a great opportunity for Normie and Normie members to really excel at all the remediation and restoration you're involved in. Well, that, that is a great segue. And I'm going to say thank you prior to the segue. But now we're going to segue over to Doug, the uh, executive director of Normie, just to follow up and say hello to everybody also. Yes. Hello. Glad to be here. And uh, it's so funny because I was just sitting here listening to you, Larry, and I was thinking about how in 2004, when we started, we really had uh, felt that there was a vacuum in some ways in the industry on training that really needed to fill be filled. And so we kind of moved into that slot, started doing training, of course, for the state of Louisiana initially. And now uh, being the only training provider that's approved for all five states that have licensing and Portland, Oregon now and some other states that are looking at that. Uh, you've been a big part in putting us in a place where we could uh, have an impact on the industry. And so I want to thank you for that up front. But uh, I'm glad to be here today, too, to talk about what I think is going to be one of the most important events this year. And that's the uh, the experience in Fort Lauderdale coming up soon. All right. Thank you, Doug. Well, I'll tell you what, let's let's get right into this. And, and I can tell you that I've attended. Uh, I've lost count. Eight, ten of the experience shows possibly more over the last several years. And I always find it interesting and exciting the way that it just keeps growing and growing. So let's put it out there. Well, what's new for the experience this time around? Well, the best part is we're back at the beach. Amen. So, you know, I should have been a beach bum by profession. I'm really good at that. But um, <clears throat> we're actually going to be at the Fort Lauderdale Convention Center. We've been trying to get in there for a decade. And uh, we're very pleased to have the opportunity that we've grown enough to be able to uh, uh, have that facility <clears throat> for our learning and opportunities. And then we're at the Hilton uh, Marina right across the street. 
and um, just a beautiful, beautiful location. But that's really not what the experience is about. What's new at the experience is that um, we're continuing to grow our opportunities for education, and we're getting so good at it. Um, we have specific tracks now that we follow, and the cleaning track, the restoration remediation track, management and marketing, and then we have a general subject, which we bring in a lot of subject uh, experts to help us out. And one of them, of course, is Normie. Uh, that will actually be doing a fascinating track for us the second day, all hands-on. I'm thrilled about that opportunity. So, you know, what we're really doing is we're providing education, both classroom and hands-on. Our goal is that each attendee, if they're really interested and they're attending a classes like they should, even though we're on the beach, will bring home three or four new tools and ideas they can implement into their business right away. And they have subject experts they've met at our show that they can go back and collaborate with and ask questions and uh, just continue to thrive as an industry. You know, our, our goal all along has always been probably similar to yours, raise the bar as high as we possibly can so that consumers recognize uh, the professionalism of our industry and the experts that are out there to help out. And uh, the show has uh, done that over the years, and we're thrilled. This is our 44th show, and um, wow, it's been a great journey, to say the least. Um, but we're really excited about some specific areas in this show, and there is a lot going on around restoration and remediation, and we'll talk more about that, but really pay attention to what's happening in the industry. And then the delivery of how you get jobs has changed also. And that always fascinates me and drives me crazy. So we'll, let's talk more about that too. Hey, Doug, you and I have had a lot of conversations about the experience and things that we plan to do there. Is there anything you can kind of like share just a little bit? We can get more into that later, but just kind yeah, of like I think excitement. I think uh, one of the things that we've said to our members, and uh, I've told Larry this many times as well, we've told them if they go to one event a year, this is the event they need to go to. If they don't, don't go to any other conference, they need to go to the experience, either the one in the spring or the one in the fall in Vegas. And the reason is because this is a real experience. I mean, he named it cor correctly. This is not one of those events where you just go in and wander around and wonder what you're going to do for the next three days. Um, and eat stale food. This this event is all about teaching people how to actually do the work. And uh, yes, the food is good and the entertainment is good, uh, but and the exhibition hall is good. But I think Larry has really found the key, from my perspective, really found the key to making an event successful. And that's where you can focus on training and still have advan the advantage of being one on one with a vendor. And you've got time to do that here. It's um, it's really, I think your schedule has been phenomenal. And so I'm obviously very excited about doing this again. We've done it multiple times, uh, but I'm very excited about doing it again because I think we're gonna have some things that we're gonna be able to introduce to the industry that that's not been seen before. Some things that uh, I think are gonna change the way folks think. And if I can say this, just one thing, one of the, one of the ways that I think uh, Larry has broadened the 
industry's view of the industry itself, besides just underscoring the importance of training, is one of the things that we've tried to bring to the table is this discussion about mold in the context of indoor air quality. And when you start talking about indoor air quality and you're talking about microbials in general, you couldn't talk about a more uh, relevant subject than how the things that we do in supplementing, and I think in a lot of ways improving, as it were, the, the cleaning side of the industry, because that's what we're doing, we're actually creating cleaner and safer and healthier environments by cleaning up surfaces and the air of all types of microbials, not just mold. We're talking about bacteria and viruses and other things as well. Larry's got that vision. And that's one of the things that's been exciting with me working with him is that we've been able together, I think, to, to really impact this industry. And, and I, don't, I was gonna say force, push them toward the idea of thinking more about what, what they're actually doing to pe for people's health. Well, I mean, before you go on, Lance, I got to sure. tell you, I went over to get my hair cut and, and the gal that's been cutting my hair for 20 years cuts out of her house. And I'm there and she starts telling me about how they've had a, a drip under their sink. And I'm like, oh, she said, will you look at it? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> you know, I always have PPE in my car. I wasn't sure I needed it. So I walk in the house and I walk towards the kitchen. I can immediately start smelling mold. And I'm like, what's going on here? And she said, oh, my husband opened up the cabinet, opened up the wall. And I'm like, <laughs> it's everywhere now, Oops. right? Yeah. So they exposed the whole house to mold unknowingly. And then, of course, she used the big solution. She sprayed it with bleach. Bleach. <laughs> now I said, well, now I can't see most of the mold because you made it clear or white. Uh, that really helped. So nonetheless, we have such a huge job to do still of education uh, just to consumers. But really, if our remediation and restoration contractors truly understood what we're up against and how to protect humans in their own environment, we could educate the public in a much quicker way. Right. Yeah. Wow. I was just like, oh, my God. I immediately went out, got my PPE and put on Tyvek suit and mask. And they're like, what the hell are you doing? You know, and I'm like, I want to live. <laughs> well, well, since you brought up the four letter word mold. Oh, let us go down that path. Uh, you know, over the last several years with COVID, you know, everything has been focused on COVID and COVID and viruses. And it's kind of shifted away from even things as common as the flu. You know, so the industry has changed that way, but now it's 2023. Oh, happy new year. Uh, I forgot to say that to <laughs> <Thank> you. you. <laughs> and, you know, where do you see the remediation and restoration industry itself, specifically like with mold, where do you see it going this year? You know, um, what I have seen is that there are a number of groups like Normie that are doing serious research and investigation into best practices. And I think those best practices are gonna change finally. We've been doing things that we made up 25 years ago when I was chair of the S520 and the 500. You know, we didn't really have science. We were doing things we thought was right. And now we have a lot of science, we have a lot of data, we have real information and real testing 
to be able to understand what's going on. And I think that's where the industry needs to go. And as a show, we're going to continue to promote that, elevate those ideas to the highest level on our programs. And then also I'm going to work with R&R Magazine to make sure we're publishing that type of information so that the industry starts looking at it. And change doesn't come fast. I recognize that. But we also put things in place that we made up. It's time to really investigate whether they work or not. So, I mean, the S520 and the 500 were the best uh, information we had available at the time. And here we are now in a different place. And there are new ways and new uh, uh, critical thinking ideas about how to do jobs that are better practices than we've done in the past. So I think that's really where I'm hoping this whole thing moves to. And it's not just the uh, mold area. It's also with virus bacteria. It's also with other crazy things that are coming up. Um, and I think we just need to be better prepared as an industry to respond. And, you know, one of the most disappointing things I think I can say out loud is our response to COVID was a little ridiculous, spraying stuff in environments and leaving it uh, certainly doesn't help the human health yeah. uh, by any way. And so I know a lot of people made a lot of money spraying this goop, whatever it was. I don't know how many of those products were actually approved for use in the indoor environment the way they were using it. But uh, we need to grow up as an industry and we need to do things a little more responsible. And uh, I'm going to shut up and let Doug. So, yeah, well, I, no, you're, you're right on, Larry. And let me speak to this for just a second, because I, this is kind of new thing. And I think you're going to be excited about this as well. So in 2015, when the state of Florida was uh, working on their standards of practice, we wrote the Normie Professional Practices. And that document is an insured document. And it was good for its time in 2015. But since then, we've had five revisions Wow. And the latest revision we just finished last week, and we're going to be presenting that, of course, at the experience and in our first class here in two weeks. But the professional practices, that's what it's really designed to do is to lay it alongside of the IS, ISCRCS 500 and 520 and say, now, here's the specific way based on the contamination that you're dealing with, this is a specific way to do the work. It's a best practices document. We just added level four, which is for sensitized individuals and how the work should be done in those kinds of circumstances. And I think what you're saying is exactly what's happened, what I see has happened to the industry. Um, spraying a bunch of stuff and letting it settle on the ground is like taking a trash can and pouring it out on your dining room table and saying, okay, I'm done. No, <laughs> you've got to mechanically remove that contamination. Uh, spraying, of course, you should spray, and it, but it should be used correctly. And like you said, you should have the right kind of, of product that you're using and use the right method. There's so many great tools out there. We're, we're talking now about one of the, the new electrostatic sprayers that seems to be different from a lot of the other ones because it's induction charging. So there's all kinds of cool things that are happening. I think I mentioned to you yesterday, we're going to talk about air washing in a way that has never been talked about before. Um, and I think in a way that's going to really improve the methods by which 
we are cleaning up these environments. And that's that's exciting. It's a, it's a really good time to be in the industry right now and to be a part of, of this kind of event because you're seeing these new techniques and then you can take them out into the marketplace and help people live healthier lives. Are you saying I should leave my leaf blower home? <laughs> no, you can just come over to my house and remove no. all the leaves out of the backyard. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Start in the inside and then work out. <laughs> well, well, I'm going to go out on a limb here. And, and uh -oh. I, have, I have another question because you guys are like hitting the buzzwords of the industry that I, I want to talk about. And I'm going to put it out to both of you at the same time. I don't know how good this is going to work out. <laughs> but with what you're talking about now, professional practices and the, the experience coming up and the one that's going to be coming up later in the year in Las Vegas, how do you see these changes affecting what we're going to be doing at the ex experiences? We'll go with both of them. And I'll put it out to either of you or both, at the, whatever you want to do here. Mm -hmm. Well, I like to take this new technology and new ideas and new equipment and whatever else testing we have available and bring it into the trade show hall where there's the most optimum audience there and do it hands on. Because, you know, being in a classroom and showing a slide picture of it is great. <laughs> um, but to take that picture, and bring it into the trade show hall, turn it on and show them. Um, and put it in their hands sometimes, you know, there's no no other opportunity like that for them to be able to learn, take it back and implement it in their company. So from our standpoint, especially in Las Vegas, uh, we're planning to build a big house again with other um, uh, construction areas as well, so that we can do more of this live demo. And we're really looking forward to working with Normie uh, in both locations. Well, and to supplement that suggestion, which is going to, uh, he's done a great job of doing a flood house and demonstrating on how all that's done in the exhibition hall. One of the things that, that Larry was gracious enough to do for us last year in Cincinnati, and then we repeated it in Vegas and going to do it now again in, in Lauderdale as we improve it, was he gave us a training room where one of the tracks, we would actually have them in the classroom and be able to show them how to do containment, how to set up negative air, how to how to use an AFD as an air scrubber, uh, all of these different techniques and how to install doors and what types of doors there are out there, the new reuse zip it. We, we actually installed a, um, a Zebulon air wall. So there's a, so many things that we're able to do. And as he said, I think we were very successful in Cincinnati and successful enough to repeat it in Las Vegas, where we had a whole classroom uh, filled with people, standing room only, showing them how to do this hands-on work. And we're planning the same thing, of course, in, uh, in Lauderdale. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we're talking about sensitized people. We're talking about spraying things. And those are the kind of things we need to talk about hands-on also. If you're going to spray and bring out a sprayer, start it up, what are we going to do after it falls? It's all over everything. We need to learn how to clean properly, responsibly, uh, to make sure that we're doing it. You know, and consumers a lot of times don't want to hear about how to do it right. They don't want to pay the extra cost. But we as experts and professionals in the industry need to advise them with the best information available. Let them make a decision. And then you as a company need to make a decision if you want to do the job 
not following the standard of care maybe that you've created yourself for your own company. So Larry, I don't want to I don't want to offend anybody and I know this is going to go on our national television uh, channel but <laughs> in I say it in class very openly and I really believe this is true when you're in business and you say you're starting a business you've got to decide right up front am I going to be a Walmart or am I going to be a Macy's? I'm going to be in the marketplace only looking for the best price I can get or or am I going to actually do it right? And it doesn't really matter so much about the cost. Obviously, you want to be reasonable about it. But the point is, is that doing it right has to take precedence over doing it cheap. And you've got to make those kinds of decisions. And so I, I think customers appreciate that because now they're looking for somebody who is following the standards, following the, the uh, guidelines, following the professional practices, and, and they know for sure that they're going to get a job done uh, well. I think that's so important. And a lot of guys don't even think about that these days. When from a liability standpoint, hmm? protecting your own company, if you're not following the standard of care, there is no defense. That's right. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, that's right. It's what we call shifting the liability. Um, I think, uh, again, in our classes, when I was a contractor in the construction industry, I would hire a subcontractor. I made sure he had a certificate of insurance for his workers' comp. And why did I do that? It's because I didn't want to pay the workers' comp if his employee got hurt. Right. And so the point is, is I shifted the liability from me to him. And that's exactly what the standard of care and the biz, uh, best practices, professional practices, that's exactly what it does. If you do it the way it's supposed to be done, you're shifting the liability away from you. You're no longer a cowboy. You're shifting the liability away from you to the person who's actually written the guideline. You know, there's a very simple statement that, that quantifies or qualifies whichever way you want to place it into this to make that true. And it's to do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. You know, not because it's the cheapest or I can charge the most for this. It's the right way to do it. Well, and there's one other variable that's really challenging for every contractor out there. If there's insurance coverage, what will the insurance coverage cover and not cover? And so now the insurance company is trying to shift the liability to your company by not doing it the right way. Yeah, that's now right. Now you need to make a business decision. Am I going to take that on? Obviously, we want the work. At the same time, we don't want the risk. And if the job goes south, whose who's license is, in, is going to be bothered? Yours or, or the insurance carrier? You're exactly right. You got to be in charge of the job. Yeah. Yeah. No question about it. Well, these are all amazing topics that we talk about at the show. And we need to go and delve deeper into it also. And um, you know, one of the things that uh, we're going to do at the show is um, we're bringing in another relationship with RIA, and um, we've never worked with them before. We're excited about that. But again, what we're looking for is the expertise and level of collaboration through the whole industry. I mean, if Normie and RIA and IICRC and the experience are standing together on issues, that is right. a, a big right. one. There's no question about it. And now we're starting to work with NADCA also. Well, Larry, with, with that, I mean, what, without giving away secrets, 
and some of the surprises that you always have for us. Your secrets? Wow. How is Norma <laughs> going to be participating in the Fort Lauderdale show? The, the, the Las Vegas show is too far off to talk about. But what sure. specifically do you vision or are you able to talk about, about Normie and the show coming up? Well, I asked Doug to specifically take a track on the second day and do all hands-on in the classroom. So, you know, the experience name is not uh, a mistake. It's on purpose. We want people to experience hands-on. That learning is so valuable. And Normie has done such a great job of uh, transferring that information to our participants. So that's why we have standing room only in your room, because <laughs> you're doing it right. And we Thank really you. appreciate that. And then Thank we've you. also asked if you would hold a class afterwards. And I'm not quite sure what class you're going to hold. So let's let's yeah. jump in here also. Yeah, I'll talk about that because I, I think the it's interesting because the hands-on training is kind of going to lead toward that class. So one of the things that we've seen that's a little bit of a, a vacuum in the industry has been the remediator or the restoration contractor understanding how to evaluate the work that he's doing. And so we put together a certification. It's called Certified Mold Assessment Technician, CMAT. That's a one-day class. It does come with a certification uh, once they take the exam. But the point is, is that it's teaching restoration contractors how to do three different types of assessments. Because oftentimes a, a remediation uh, remediator or restoration contractor shows up on site and there's no third-party assessor, uh, nowhere near. And so what that asset, that restoration contractor needs to do or remediator needs to do is he needs to create a baseline, establish a baseline for the level of contamination of this there. So we're going to talk about how to do that and to assess that environment. Then once he starts the project, he really needs to make sure that he's making progress toward the end point, whatever his goal is, the PRV. He needs to do interim inspections and interim assessments. And that might be something as simple, you know, Larry, you've, you've done this. It might be something as simple as putting a particulate counter inside the containment to find out that you're actually making progress and lowering the particulate counts. Um, it might, in, might involve a monitoring program or, so, uh, or manometer, some way of making sure that you're uh, under containment and that you're under negative pressure. So that interim inspection process is so important. That's number two. And then the third uh, time that he's going to be doing an assessment is what we would call a PRE, post-remediation evaluation, in preparation for the third-party assessor. Because oftentimes they might not be an assessor on the front end, but the homeowner or the insurance carrier wants some sort of third-party post-remediation verification. And so if you're a remediation contractor, restoration contractor, you've been under containment, you want to make sure that the job is correctly done, and you want to pass that PRV, maybe you need to do a PRE, post-remediation evaluation, to make sure that all the surfaces are clean, the air is clean, and so forth, before you call that guy in to do the PRV. Because when he comes in, if it's dirty, He's going to leave and charge you another 500 bucks to come back a second time. <laughs> so the point is, is that we believe that restoration contractors and remediators need to know how to do the baseline, the interim, the post remediation ev uh, evaluation. And that's what that certified mold assessment technician mm -hmm. training is all about. And that's the training that we're going to be offering at the uh, 
the end of the experience. Well, that certainly makes a lot of sense to me. And, you know, when we were riding the, the 520, we, we were up against that challenge of what if there is not an environmental expert in the area? How do you do the uh, post-testing uh, or pre-testing? And uh, we came up with something similar in language. So I'm glad that uh, you're following up on that. Uh, it is good, though, to have an outside testing firm finish the job. Absolutely. Because it reduces, again, your risk. They're saying it's done. Thank yeah. you. Now we're you know, saying this guy who's an expert saying we did a good job. That's critical to closing the file. Well, and having that, I mean, that's the whole reason the industry is built the way it is with two professions, the, the assessor, the IEP, and the, and the remediator, because they don't want that conflict of interest. Right. And so understanding how that assessor is going to do his job just makes the remediation project easier. And I think it uh, makes it easier to evaluate whether the job's been done correctly or not. So, yeah, that's a fun class to teach. Yeah, it is. And I think it's uh, critically important that you're doing that type of evaluation as you're doing your job every day. And you'll learn a lot also about, uh, you know, having containment and having uh, in and out uh, good protocols and, and a variety of things, uh, because that's so critical to the success of the job. So I'm really excited to see that class coming. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Looking forward to it. Hey, can I just, uh, I want to confirm the dates. I believe we're talking about May 8, 9, and 10 for the experience. Yes, that is and correct. And the 11th, Doug, is that correct for the class? That's, that's correct. The 11th will be the class, the CMAT class. Now, our right. hotel also, we have uh, hotel rooms three days before and three days after. And you're coming to Fort Lauderdale in May, you might as well stay and enjoy the beach. <laughs> right outside the uh, hotel door, uh, you're going to notice there's um, water taxis. They can take you to any beach you want to go to in the region, which is fabulous. Um, and there's hundreds of restaurants. I walked to the restaurant area uh, last time I was there. And I mean, I couldn't make up my mind which one I wanted to go to. There were so many of them. So they're all right across the street from the beach. And of course, uh, there's so much to do in Florida. It's, it's going to be a great opportunity just to go relax. Absolutely. So, so if I was asking you to mention to the people watching this that you think they'd enjoy themselves there. <laughs> I mean, is that is that a fair statement? I mean, you're you're yeah. giving a little bit of what's going on. Is there any more detail you can give us about the hotel or the or the sure. things that are going to happen? You bet. So we always do cocktail receptions uh, back at the hotel uh, after uh, one of the days. We're going to do a little bit of a pool party kind of thing, just getting together <laughs> informally. Um, we will have a big uh, reception on the first night. Um, right there at the convention center. And so it's a great opportunity to network and meet hundreds and hundreds of other uh, people in the cleaning and restoration or mediation industry. Um, but, you know, we are all there also to relax. And, you know, when you own a business or you're managing a business, it's really critical for you to get away and take a step back and look at what you're doing as a company. And then see what's happening in the industry. The one great thing that I learned going to conventions uh, in my career when I was running a cleaning and restoration remediation company was that when I would go to these conferences, 
I would learn the latest techniques, the latest innovations and new ideas, and I'd bring them back and, and put them right into my company as quickly as I could because we were leading the field all the time. And all of our competitors were like, what the heck are they doing now? And trying to figure out how we're doing it, why we're doing it. And they'd actually come to us to learn how to do it. And that helped us lead the field in our area, which also allowed us to charge a little bit more. Uh, but that was my own goals and, and the way that I ran my business. Education to me is paramount in running a successful business. It was mandatory in our company to be certified and to attend classes. And um, it really made a big difference. And, you know, ultimately, if you're larger than a MAPA operation, you have several people out on location. Who is it that the consumer's talking to? They're talking to one of your technicians who needs to be very educated about the standard of care in the industry and understand all of your own techniques uh, so they can explain it clearly to your customer. Uh, I can tell you, we were doing a large commercial job in downtown Denver, big job, and I wasn't there. And the CEO of the company comes out and we're restoring 100,000 plus square feet. And he starts asking difficult questions. And my lead technician stood there and answered all of his questions and was able to cite information from S500, 520, and what he learned in his classes about how we're doing our processes, how the drying is taking place, how we're always monitoring to make sure we're doing things correctly. I'm not there. They've got to be able to stand up on their two feet and answer the questions in the right way and feel comfortable enough to be able to do that. That's really critical. It is, Larry. And that's one of the one of the things we are going to talk about in our, our class, and not only the CMAT class, but also from our booth, because we've got a nice size booth there in the ex exhibition hall as well. And that's our new uh, firm membership. We've got a program now where companies can participate in being able to train their guys in a certified mold worker program, and they can train them absolutely free online. And those guys get trained in exactly the same way as a remediation contractor would get trained, just the modules that are appropriate for them because they're some of the higher level business models and law models that they don't necessarily need. But the point is, is that this uh, firm membership, which is what we have developed, I think is going to really change the industry for these guys because now they've got an in-house training program that they can send their guys to anytime they want, one in the morning if they want to, and uh, and keep them educated because you're exactly right. The, the guy in the field, the technician that's talking to the client better be talking the same language as the sales guy and the same language as the person who answers the phone and the same per same language as the person who's licensed. And, uh, and I, I think that that's a big, big step in the right direction. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. I, I want to throw out something about the experience show. And I mean, what it means to me going to the experience, and I'm just going to give it out as very short little statements. And if you guys want to add on, please, or correct me on this. When I think of the experience, it's hands-on learning. And I got to look at my list. Networking. Learning about new products. Rock concerts, I had to throw that one in there. <laughs> Food, beaches, and fun. What I miss? 
No, the rock concerts are really critically important. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll tell you one of the things that I think is the, one of the most important things to me is the networking. I have made such great relationships and and thank you, Larry, for doing that. You're, you've been the one that's been the catalyst in most cases. You'll say, hey, come here. I want you to meet somebody <laughs> or or you'll bring somebody to us. Hey, you guys need to get together. You need, you think the same way. And I'll tell you what, that, that networking for me, the opportunity to be among some of the industry leaders and to be able to sit down with them and have a cup of coffee and talk about what they're doing with their business. I don't know how in the world you could ever exchange that. Because, you know, some of them live in New England, some of, some of them live in California, some of them I would never see if we didn't get together at one of these events. So to me, that's one of the biggest advantages of this whole uh, whole process. Well, and I'll, I'll tell you that we have left specific time uh, this show so that we could have good networking time. And if you come to the show you need to take advantage of the people that are there. You need to meet as many people as you can. Go out to dinner with a bunch of them. Go into the bar or pool or wherever they're hanging out and just meet people. I mean, one of the things that made us successful as a company is sometimes we would get jobs that were too big for us. And I could call my competitors locally or wherever they were and say, hey, guys, I've got this job. Will you come help me? And here they come. And we were able to process jobs much larger than our capability because of those relationships that we made uh, while we were out at these type of shows. So I'm going to focus on another word, Lance, food. I wouldn't <laughs> say I was exactly a foodie, but since I live in Louisiana, I've sort of kind of become one. And I mentioned earlier about these conferences that have stale food. I'll tell you, Larry does a great job of putting together an event. And the food is usually fantastic. And I know people aren't going to come to the event just for the food, but uh, they won't have to leave because of it either. <laughs> now that's Well, good, I don't know about not coming for the food, but <laughs> I've kind of enjoyed going there for it. You know, it, I'll tell you something funny. There is um, the last day of our show is the day that's the most challenging to keep people there. And so I always put, some of the strongest programming on the last day you got to be there but then in the trade show hall i feed everybody lunch i want them to stay well the first year we did it my wife's looking at me like you're doing what and she gave me this budget i was like not able to achieve so i served hot dogs i gotta tell you what man the guys were so freaking excited about it but you know all the condiments and stuff these hot dogs were about this high you know and i'm like what are you guys eating <laughs> anyway, we don't do hot dogs anymore. That's funny. <laughs> hey, real, real quick, if somebody wanted to find out more information about the experience coming up, where, where do they go to look? Experiencetheevents.com. We have a brand new website we just launched. Uh, we're getting better and better at it. And a lot of new information in there. We'll be adding to it continually. I'm working on the program right now. And in the next uh, two, two and a half weeks, the program will be published. Um, it's coming along really well. A lot of new presenters on the program, a lot of new energy. And um, there is some exciting new advances on the program we all want to pay attention to. And I want to tell you as well, uh, Lance, that we're working on a deal. So we're going to we're going to have some special offers for the Normie members. So if you're a Normie member or you want to become a Normie member, we've got some special things we're going to be doing for you. And so 
that's that's going to be a little added benefit for those folks. Well, I appreciate the time both of you spent here and just last few minutes. I mean, Larry, is there anything you'd like to say to sum up what we've talked about or just sum up what's coming up at the experience? Yeah, we're very excited about our new relationship with BNP Media and the R&R Magazine. And I think it's going to enhance a lot of our relationships with our partners as well. It's giving them new opportunities to get out more information. And that's really our goal is education and information at the experience. Um, I can tell you that going to the beach is always a wonderful time. And uh, being down by the water is always one of my favorite times. But, you know, we were in Clearwater Beach for, I think, 16 years. And, of course, many people uh, still scream at us for leaving there. But we outgrew the hotel many times over and finally just had to make the move. And, you know, moving to uh, Charleston and Cincinnati, we had fantastic shows. We met so many new people. It was really wonderful. So now going back to Fort Lauderdale, a big East Coast city uh, with a lot of population and a wonderful atmosphere for doing a show. Uh, we're very excited about that. And I'm already starting to work on our show in Las Vegas. Again, we're going to be right back at Caesars Forum Conference Center, and um, we're going to be staying uh, at two or three different hotels this time. We've added in Caesars Hotel across the street. So many people wanted to stay there. We listened and we've added that to our room block. So there'll be a, a lot of uh, great things going on there, but we're gonna build a big house in the trade show hall. We're gonna have a huge cleaning area and uh, we're truly excited about that. We have a very strong partnership with Shaw Industries who's the largest floor covering manufacturer in the world. And I'll tell you right now, our show the following spring is gonna be in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And somebody said to me, why would you go to Chattanooga, Tennessee? I said, well, not only is it a cool city, but 25 minutes down the road is Shaw Industries. And we have an invitation from Shaw Industries to bring 250 people to Shaw for mill tours that doesn't happen anymore. And we're thoroughly excited to be there. You know, the more I know about the products I'm working on, the easier it is for me to take care of them properly and understand what it is that I'm doing and how I should do it. And um, it's really a great opportunity. That's one of the things that I always uh, treasured was that time going down to wherever I had a chance to tour the mills uh, and see exactly what the products were. So that's kind of what the future looks like. We're very excited about what's coming up and we're very excited to continue to work with you guys there at Normie and your members have to be thrilled with the ongoing work that you two continue to do and your whole team continues to do. Well, thank you, Larry. And just to confirm, there's 249 seats left to go there. <laughs> is, is that how that works? <laughs> yeah. Doug, it is. anything in closing? Yes, my my call to action is this. If you're in the uh, industry, if you're an assessor, if you're a remediator, if you're a restoration contractor, if you're a cleaner, if you're a technician, if you're in this industry, go right now to experiencetheevents.com and register for this event. 
Um, if you've got any questions at all, of course, we'll be glad to help you. You can call our toll-free number at 877-251-2296. So there'll be operators standing by, as it were, to answer any questions about what we're going to be doing there. And I know uh, Larry's available to answer questions as well, but experiencetheevents.com. Go register. You'll really, really be glad you did. Well, guys, I really appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you guys spending the time uh, here today. Larry, it's always a pleasure talking with you. Doug, thank you for helping out here. And uh, I look forward to doing another one, if we could, before the experience show. We would so love as that. we get closer, maybe we'll do that. But but you thank know, you The both. other thing we should talk about next time, Lance, is the way you get jobs nowadays change so much compared to when I was in business. And we should talk about that and really put that on the table for people to understand all the different areas and options that are out there. I think that's a great idea, Larry. And thank you so much, by, by the way, for being here. It's always fun to talk to you. But I think there's a lot of lot of things we can talk about to, to help our guys understand how to get that business that's out there, because you're exactly right. It's changing. It has. Absolutely. Thank you all. I hope you have a great year. Can't wait to see you May 8th through 10th in Fort Lauderdale. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys.